0: What is up, you guys? I hope you are having an amazing incredible day. Welcome back to the Happy Bod Squad pod. It's your girl, Jen Coco. And as you know, on Wednesdays, we listen to the pod. And I have the beautiful, the amazing, the angelic Coach Martina here (laughs) today with me. And we are going to talk all about this all or nothing mindset and how to really address it and overcome it, so that you can continue to make progress towards your long-term goals. So coach Martina, like what was it that really inspired you to have this conversation today?
1: Yeah, so I think a lot of the all or nothing thinking statements are very normalized in the diet industry and diet culture. So we actually don't even realize really that we are in the all or nothing thinking sometimes and just like think about it as that's something um, normal, you know, statements like, clean eating or falling off the wagon mm, or mm-hmm. I will never eat chocolate again I was so good today and then I've ruined it all um, mm. that's all of the language that is very typical for diets and we don't realize but that by saying that that's actually not being helpful to us and why mm. is it even important that we talk about the all- or-nothing thinking is that, that it can sabotage your success very easily? because you might be actually unable to see your progress because it's not perfect and give up because, you know, thinking this strategy doesn't work and jump into another thing and repeat the cycle. Mm -hmm. And I was stuck in myself. I was like, every two weeks I was on a different diet or different approach because I was like, well, you know, I didn't do the hundred percent, like it doesn't work or this is not for me. Um, and when you conclude that, you know, you have failed, it can usually lead to another wave of choices that will lead you further away from your goal. So for example, you know, it's, it's Friday night and you had a pizza and, you know, if you believe that you messed up, you might continue eating free for all during the whole weekend. And that becomes the problem. Not that one pizza on a Friday night. Mm -hmm. Um, And when anything short of hundred percent might as well be zero percent, you know, so even if you stick to your diet, let's say in your exercise routine, 90% of the time, the all or nothing thinking will convince you that you actually totally failed. And, um, you know, that's what might lead to the thoughts like, okay, might as well eat whatever I want. Might as well not do another workout because, um, it's already not, you know, working for me. Like I'm already failing. And it it suggests and even that like the whole diet mentality suggests that you're either on or you're off and there's no room for anything else so yeah it it often results in like going either overboard with the healthy diet and exercise or giving it all up and be like screw it you know once to make a tiny tiny mistake so based on this you can clearly see that this is not helpful to you know to you right. when you're on your health journey
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like it can be so easy um, or it's like a slippery slope, I should say, to kind of get caught up in this all or nothing thinking because we think, okay, I want to lose weight or get in shape or commit to my health. And we think the only way to do that is to give it 110%. And, um, you know, I think a big part of that is like, the women, like our clients, you guys listening right now in the Happy Bod Squad, like you are high achievers, right? (laughs) Just the sheer fact that you are making a commitment to focus on your health in a program like the Happy Bod Squad shows you are a high achiever and you are that type of person who commits and goes all in. And so it can be really difficult giving something your like 80 or 90% effort Honestly, I think that can be more hard than giving something 100% effort. But Mm -hmm. the issue, like you're saying, is that when you give it that 100% effort, there's a high burnout rate, right? And you can give up really easily because we're all human beings. We're all gonna make mistakes. We're all gonna have bad days. Bad things are gonna happen. We're gonna get thrown off our routine. We're gonna go on vacation, right? It's summer. It's apparently European girl summer. I am so jealous and have so much FOMO. Like I think like 10 or 20% of our clients have gone to Europe in the last six months <laughs> and um, we can fall off track and then think, oh, screw it, I'm done. I can't mm-hmm. see results. And then we go so far in the opposite direction. And so number one, almost like, yeah, how do we know if we have that all or nothing mindset? Are there easy ways to define what it is and address that? And what are those steps to overcoming it?
1: Yeah, so I want to share um, an example, you know, real life example of how that can look like uh, with food, for example. And I'm just going to use uh, the name Becky for the most popular fake name that you that we're using We love like it. I this use that program. all the time.
0: <laughs> I don't think. So you go, I, don't, I don't think our squad knows that I use Becky. <laughs> so it's just okay.
1: like it's gonna be Becky today, and because we don't have Becky, so it's we know, don't have any Becky. Makes sense. <laughs> so let's say Becky often goes out for a burger with her friends from work, and by the way, this whole example could very easily be me. You know, six years ago, I definitely have done exactly this. So Becky goes out for a burger with her friends from work, and when she does that, she either gets a green salad, which means when she's dieting and she's being good, or she has a double cheeseburger, fries, and a shake when she's not dieting and she's just like being bad. And she notices that when she is dieting and only has the green salad, and well you know, all the friends, half the burgers, half the fries, she ends up feeling sad and deprived and sometimes goes home and binge eats ice cream. And in the other situation, at the times when she eats the double cheeseburger fries and and the shake, she feels sick and beats herself up for eating unhealthy. So either way, the rules have her feeling distressed. So Mm. thinking in extremes, it, it very rarely has it doesn't really have the good outcome like whether you are on the perfect side of the spectrum or when you're like on that you know yeah. bad side or like the unhealthy side of the spectrum so you know if you can see like both of the situations basically make you feel bad so that's mm-hmm. why it's so important to start looking at that um middle ground kind of like in between and i would call it learning to live in the gray um Ooh because we can think about it as like one side is like the black and the other side is the white and mm. even if you i'm almost like pretending you can see me i'm like showing on the screen <laughs> so like the, the 0 and the 100% are not next right next to each other that's so important to understand that there is a space between 0% and 100% and we can call that the gray area and it means accepting if you're using the food example, that all foods in moderation can be part of the balance and healthy diet. It means that we're eating in a way that it's flexible enough to be sustainable because yeah, you can, you can just eat green salad for maybe a week or two, but then it's, you're just not going to be able to sustain it. It's just going to be too hard. You're going to feel deprived and you'll be dreaming about cookies. You know, you'll just be thinking about food all the time. And then maybe that can often lead to binge eating actually. So, you know, like exactly like how does it serve you to eat hundred percent clean during the week? and then mm-hmm. eat an extra 10,000 calories over the weekend and then restart right. on Monday again. It basically mm. you know, takes all that work that we're, we're putting in. Um, mm-hmm. So, and if we're talking about exercise, living in the gray, like it means doing one round of a workout when I don't have time to do three rounds, it's still yeah. better than none. And if right. you tell yourself like, okay, if I don't do three, if I can't do three rounds, then it's nothing you, you mm-hmm. take away like the progress that you can make still even mm-hmm. doing the one round
0: or yeah.
1: it means going for a walk when I'm getting back into things after being sick, instead of expecting myself to hit personal record on my squat, <laughs> because that obviously is yeah. going to lead to to frustration or like, it means scaling down on my goals instead of trying to do it all when, when I'm, you know, in like very busy part of my life and, yep. you know, then or if i'm having a crazy week and it means that acknowledging that your best looks different each day yeah. so some day it's going to be 100% another day it's going to be 70% another day it might be 50 30 or 10% some mm-hmm. days it might be only 1% but you know you're not seeing that if you're in the all or nothing mindset so just realizing that each day your best will be different And that means that you're still moving towards your goals, even if you're doing 1%. Yeah.
0: So how do we, the perfectionists, the all or nothing mindset sewers, get comfortable with just doing one round of our workout or, you know, eating a meal out or not being able to hit our macros exactly. It's like, where do we find the comfort in the discomfort?
1: Mm-hmm. So I have a little um, exercise or journal prompts <laughs> prepared cool. for you, which um, you can either, you know, pause this podcast and just, you know, think about it, write it down, or you can just write it down and do it after you listen to it, just, just getting back uh-huh. to it. So I would like you to write down some thoughts or phrases that you have used in the past or you are even using right now that are, you know, all or nothing thinking. And you've heard some examples that we're talking about already. Um, Mm -hmm. So just, you know, take a look at it and do kind of like audit of um, any thoughts that might be part of the all or nothing mindset. And then once you do that, write down how it might have impacted your decisions. Hmm. Um, You know, those all or nothing thoughts. And that's going to help you to show you that all or nothing thinking or perfectionism is really not helpful because, yeah. and that's part of it as well, understanding that we might think that, yeah, like not want to be hundred percent in and do this, you know, program perfectly, but just like having that realization that might lead often to self-sabotage or um, actually moving us away from our goals. So I think just first having the powerful realization that the all or not, nothing mindset is not serving us in, in mm-hmm. any positive way. It's definitely mm-hmm. the first step. Um, yeah. okay. and then start looking at the things along a continuum. So, mm-hmm. which as I was saying before, like imagining two opposite ends of the spectrum with a space between those two, um, and you can even uh, draw this on, on a piece of paper. Um, if this Ooh. was a video, I would, I would show you. But basically, uh-huh. you, can, you can draw one circle that it's going to be black. You can draw another circle, you know, away on the other side of the paper that's going to be black and just mm-hmm. draw a line that's connecting both of them. And then when you're questioning your efforts on a specific week or your results, um, mm-hmm. what you achieved force yourself to place that effort on that line in between zero and between hundred between the black and white, hmm. because sometimes, for example, if the goal is like, well, I wanted to complete three workouts and I only completed two workouts. Well, that's not yeah. going to be 0%. And you know, that's going to be very close to actually hundred percent on that goal. So just like physically, um, telling yourself to put you know a little mark on that line, where does it lie? It's going to help you visually realize how close you are actually and that you are moving forward um, and mm. making progress. And you can you know easily just grab pen and piece of paper and just you know force um, your mind to actually see it that you are making progress and moving forward and how close you are to achieving um, what you want it to. Um, and, you know, the space in between those two ends actually holds more realistic or moderate options that are easier to keep on doing. Um, so for example, if like, you know, 100% is like always eating 100% clean, again, you'll be mm-hmm. able to keep it up for a little while, but actually eating 80% nutritious foods and 20% having more fun foods that's so yeah. much easier to keep going that way for, you know, for weeks, for months, or, you know, even yeah. forever. And also realizing that you never actually need to reach the perfect end in order to see results and order to, um, you know, um, reach your goals. Um, right. and, and this is actually helping you to be more successful with long-term habit change. And that's hmm. why all of you are here because you want to build that permanent lifestyle. And this will help you with those long-term habits, with the skill development, and also giving yourself more grace and self-compassion through the process,
0: really. Right, exactly. And I think that's the most important thing to address is like, by giving yourself that wiggle room, that permission to do 80-20, That's actually how you're setting yourself up for success instead of focusing on the 20% that you consider to be a failure or falling off track, right? It's like, um, I remember having this conversation with a client during our initial consultation call before getting her started within the program. And she was talking about, I just want to learn how to like get back on track when I fall off the wagon specific and she specifically said like fall off the wagon by going out to eat with my friends or by having pizza or by having ice cream by having like whatever the heck and I was like well what if we stopped looking at that as falling off the wagon Mm -hmm. I'm doing I'm doing air quotes since you guys are listening falling off the wagon right (laughs) um and I was like well what if we stopped looking at that looking at that as falling off the wagon and instead saw that as just part of the plan what if that was built in what if it wasn't like oh yeah I want you to teach me how to get back on track every time I fuck up and instead be like, well, no, you're supposed to include that. It's not a mistake. It's not falling off. It's where you're exactly supposed to be. And I love the visual exercises that you gave us as well because all you know, everyone has a different learning style. Like some people are just gonna listen to this podcast. They're gonna be like, cool, got it, awesome. Some people are more kinesthetic. They need to take pen to paper. Some people are more visual. They need to draw. So it's like, I really do. If you didn't already pause this episode and do the exercise, Coach Martina was just talking about rewind, you know, go back, do the exercise, let this sit in. You don't just want to be a passive listener because that'll get you some result, right? It's better to mm-hmm. listen and not do the exercise than not listen at all. Speaking of all <laughs> or nothing. Um and why not try one? Why not see the different ways in which we can improve? And is there anything else that's really mm-hmm. important for us to include yeah. today? Okay.
1: the The power of language and the words that we use, I think, mm-hmm. that's the big part of shifting away from the all or nothing thinking, and just like trying to avoid the unconditional terms as like nothing, never, you know, good or bad when talking about food and exercise. And it can be challenging because we just like use those words (laughs) very often, but we don't realize that they're so much stronger than we think, you know, because if you say like, Um, all this food is good. This food is bad. It, you know, assigns food a moral value and you're good when you're eating something good and you're bad if if you eat something bad, or if you tell Mm -hmm. yourself, I'm never going to eat chocolate again, then once you have it, it's going to be such a big problem and, you know, cause so many negative feelings. And it just like promotes Mm -hmm. that, that you're either on or off. So being mindful um, of your language, because those words kind of like disconnect those two ends on that spectrum mm-hmm. um, and um, focusing on what you did well and what you did accomplish. Because obviously, if we're just looking at the things that need fixing, we're, we're discounting all the positive that's already mm-hmm. there. And it is it is just unfair to you as well to just be telling yourself all those things that needs, needs to be changed. So definitely, you know, practicing looking at um, at at the wins and at at the little things that are going well, and that's why we ask you about your wins all the freaking time. Um, and one more thing, understanding kind of what you were saying, uh, just now, Jen, understanding that setbacks and the detours that they're important part of the change process, so you can Mm -hmm. almost expect it, and. Again, changing the language and stop labeling it as a failure, but relabeling it as like opportunities to learn, to grow, to reflect. So yeah. if something didn't go as planned, like, okay, what can we learn from it? What can we do mm-hmm. differently next time? Um, just you know, full on expecting that those things are going to happen and not expecting that this journey is going to be perfect because it's not perfect yeah. for, for anyone. Um, and you know, just, just, just being in a mindset that there's no failure, just feedback.
0: Yes. I have always loved that quote. There is no failure. There is only feedback. And I love this whole idea behind it because it's like all or nothing mindset is great. Giving your 110% is great. You know, one of the things that I love about everyone in this program is like how hardworking you are and how committed you are. And one of the things that I love about myself, right, is that I've always been like very driven and ambitious and like want to do the best job that I possibly can. And being on this journey for as long as I've been, I've now learned that like it's okay to just do the best that you can instead of being perfect. And that's the reframe and the focus that I really want you to take away listening right now as well is like, instead of saying, was I a hundred percent perfect? Ask, did I do the best that I could? Because for some of you, I think it's going to be a huge mindset block to be like, I'm just going to give 80%, right? Um, so instead focus not on like, okay, I can only put an 80% effort, you're like, did, it, did I do the best that I could? Cause some days you're going to give a hundred percent. Some days you're absolutely going to crush it. Yeah. Some weeks you are absolutely going to crush it. Some months you are absolutely going to fricking crush it. And some days and some weeks you're going to totally F things up. You're going to go like completely off the rails. You're going to skip all your workouts. You're not going to track any of your food. You're going to just be like, you know, doing all the things. And that's okay. It's just, did I do the best that I could with the resources that I had? And do I have a good reason for everything that I do? If The answer is yes. Cool. Let's keep improving that. Awesome. Okay. Well, I feel like I just got my horse there for a little second. Excuse me. Coach Coco coming in hot, hotty, hot, hot. Uh, Is there anything else, Coach Martina, that's really important to include in this conversation today?
1: Uh, that's pretty much, you know, what what I wanted to um, share today and just like the biggest takeaway would be just just start being mindful of, of your language and, you know, what are you saying to yourself and if you are actually keeping yourself in that uh, mm. all or nothing thinking and once you're aware of it, that creates the window of opportunity to, um, to change it and start using, you know, little different words and that will help you feel differently even in that moment.
0: Yeah. I love it. Absolutely amazing. Well, thank you so much today for coming on and chatting about this all or nothing thinking all or nothing mentality. Ladies, if you're listening and you enjoyed this episode, let coach Martina know, come to office hours and say hi, post in Slack, Share your biggest win, your biggest takeaway. Let us know what you really enjoyed about today's episode. I appreciate you so stinking much. Thank you, Coach Martina, for being here today. And squad, always, always, always remember that the best is yet to come.